Welcome everyone to episode 21 of One Hour, One Decision, 1H1D for short. I am Chris. And I am Tom. And we take 60 minutes and play a random game on Xbox Game Pass and decide, do we nut up? Or do we shut up the game? Yes. (laughs) This week, we have played Rage 2. I did not play the first Rage. I didn't either. So that's okay. Good. We're on even footing. We're on even footing. And we are playing a game... Of course, this is, again, I think it's probably the third or fourth game that we've played the sequel to. Yep. And that's okay. because that's, that's how random works. That's, that's how random. Unfortunately, it doesn't work in the way that we never play the prequel or the beginning game. But hey, you know, it is what it is. What kind of game is this? Gee, Chris, could it be a first-person shooter? <laughs> it could be. Uh, it is first-person shooter. I, I, I had a little bit more, a little, a little, little possessed. It's a story-based open-world first-person shooter. That's fair. Yes. All of those things are also true. Yeah. Avalanche Studios and id Software were the mm-hmm. people behind this game. Funny enough, I didn't realize this, but Avalanche Studios made those ridiculously ridiculous games um, Just Cause. Oh, actually, yeah. that explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this game came out back in not too far ago, May of 2019. Okay. So, that's young in the grander scheme of things. How big was this game on your Xbox, Tom? On Xbox One, it was 56.6 gigabytes. Ooh, wee. That is, that's a, that's a big boy. Yeah, it is. It takes up a, a nice chunk mind. of change on the, on the drive. <laughs> Mine, uh, I played on a PC, and I pl- it was about 44 gigabytes. Hmm. That's kind of strange that it was smaller on the PC than the And Xbox. also by a lot. Yeah. It's like 25% larger on the Xbox. Yeah. So let's talk about it. What are we, what, what's this game loop here? What are, we, what are we playing? What is this Rage 2 about? In, in the way that many first-person shooters are, the objective of the game is to shoot things. Uh, more specifically, it, to your point, it does have more of an open world kind of story based thing. So there's there's progression. You're unlocking new powers. You're unlocking new weapons, and there's a plot that you're kind of moving through as you play yes. the game. I wrote: shoot bad people, go to objectives, shoot more bad people, and upgrade your character. So there's some light RPG elements, light, very very light. Yeah, it's mostly a shooter. Yeah, it's a looter shooter. Maybe not like super duper looter shooter, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, you shoot and loot and shoot and loot. All right. We've got that. We've got that out of the way. What, what do we like? What did we like about this game? Okay. So the first thing that really grabbed my attention uh-huh. was the way that they, they kind of like cinematically introduced new characters. Okay. They like threw up like the bio of each character as they were like, this is a character. And there was like, bam, their name. And like, yeah. like, stuff about them okay and they did I, I liked it i liked it it had like style yes which uh i thought was fun yeah because um this was a very hard left compared to the first rage from what i recall because like i think ra- the first rage was also open world but like it was more muddy looking so, you know like mud runner-esque yeah world just- I mean, it probably was the same world. We might have been playing been. the Rage world back. 
back in mud rudder but um yeah so they 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 Jazzed turned it up. it up a notch with the ridiculousness of this game so probably a good move yeah i, I don't least... hear a lot of people talking about rage at the original one so i, no. I don't imagine it was very well received no um i i i did i did agree with you that was kind of neat definitely had more of a action movie-esque feel yeah exactly mm-hmm. and um music was definitely there was a lot of it <laughs> and it, um it was it was okay i, I mean again like it, it made me feel like i was in an action movie yeah one of yeah, the things so, that i i liked about this is that it did feel like it grabbed you and it put you into the story and into the action very quickly right in the right. way that I, an action movie would yeah and i also thought that the way you picked your character was also interesting and then what happened to the other character <laughs> was That's pretty like oh god okay good thing you I picked the one you the, did yeah i ended up picking the girl yeah Who'd i picked the pick? dude okay so the like for me the guy got um leveled by the the door yeah, blasting yeah. Over. same same dealio okay all right I was like, oh man, sex to be that guy. Alter alternate. We were playing in two alternate dimensions from one another. We are this is like the DC universe, but better. Oh boy. Um I I thought the gunplay was felt good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a first I mean, that's pretty important in a first person shooter to be like, yeah. hey, do the guns feel good? Does the shooting feel good? It yeah, did. the me- the mechanics of the game did not get in my way. Right. Absolutely. They felt intuitive. You know, some yeah. of the games we've played leading up to this have, have the controls have gotten in my way. This yeah. this was not a game where the game some on purpose. Some on purpose. Sure, yeah. sure, but oh, five nights. God, never, never yeah, again. Well. Hoping never again. I thought <laughs> the powers were pretty interesting too. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you kind of felt again going back into the whole um, super uh, action movie kind of thing. You you definitely felt like a beefed up superhero kind of thing, where you're just like dodging bullets, and there's a couple other abilities you can get. But yeah, I I, I, I and going back to kind of like the what our beginning thoughts were like i think the game didn't take itself too seriously it also reminded me a bit of like almost like borderlands yeah kind of humor and like i definitely got that you know that looter shooter right mm-hmm. with the prototypical when i think of a looter shooter i think of borderlands this game yeah. has a lot of dna that from borderlands definitely. maybe not you know the visual aspect but other aspects of it yeah uh <laughs> Uh, I see you wrote punching someone out of their armor. What, 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 let's uh, elaborate on that. So you can melee guys, like melee enemies, and if you hit them hard enough, their armor just explodes off of them. <laughs> That's right. And uh, so I thought that was pretty amazing. Like I, yeah. I was like, did I just punch that guy out of, out of his armor? And the answer was yes. Yes, that is what I did. And it was I could replicate that and I could punch a whole bunch of people out of their armor. And I did a fair amount of that. <laughs> yeah. And, and the guy like stood back up afterwards. So I was like, wow, you're pretty resilient friend. This is the crazy. I mean, I got to say like those, the, the, the main bad guys were like definitely creepy looking uh, yeah. at least for me. Yeah. Like the, 
the whole like man machine thing always like mm-hmm. kind of freaks me out. Yeah. It's uh it's kind of gross. They're more machine than men. Yeah. Like, oh, like because the main guy, what he reminded me of was um one of the main villains in Cyberpunk, Adam Smasher. Oh, okay. Like he was in a lot of the trailers. He was just like that gigantic hulking being mm-hmm. that basically just had like skin to cover his like face. Robot parts. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. Not into okay. it. Um I agree with you that the game definitely teaches you while you play. I think yes. pa- does it pause during I forget if it like paused mm, and like did the really. like, whole tutorial thing. It did it, it like if you acquired a new power, yeah. It it let you test it. Like in the you know, when you got like when you put your arm into the thing and you got yeah. the new power, it like brought you to a training room. You train, you know, you learned how to use it and then it threw you back into the world proper. Yeah. Um, which was cool. But I also think just generally like it was like you ran up to a ladder and it's like press X to climb. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's that's kind of what I want out of out of my, you know, early level of the game yeah. is like you know, basic like how do I run around, how do I shoot things? Right. Nothing, nothing didn't seem out of the order. I will say, uh, well, and we'll, I guess we kind of segue into stuff that we didn't like about the game, but mm. I will say on the computer, like the game is, is a first person shooter. And you know, that, that leans heavy on the fact that I would think that first person shooters play better on mouse and keyboard. The only thing I didn't like about playing this on a mouse and keyboard was the the powers, like the way that you use the powers was yeah, kind of like that. I was doing twister with my fingers. So I see. Yeah, you could. So, like, you probably could remap them like though, right? No, yeah, you could remap them to the keyboard somewhere. Well, we had an hour, Tom. So I'm gonna go in there, remap everything. Waste I'm my time. Saying, I, don't know. I, I mean, I guess if if the default mapping isn't great, that's a con. Yeah, that's why that's that's why we're talking about these cons right now. That's that's what we're doing here. We segued right into it. What about you? What what didn't you like about it? Okay, I thought it could it was a little disorienting at times. There's mm. a lot going on, but the good news was that I was able to go and like mess around. I did take a few seconds <laughs> to go and mess around with my settings because I was like, I'm overshooting. I'm over, uh, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta do something about this. I gotta tweak. Mm-hmm. So I went in. I'm because I'm not terribly comfortable playing first-person shooters on a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I much prefer to play them on mouse and keyboard as well. Uh, yeah. And so I had to go in and I had to mess around a little bit just to get comfy. And the, once I did that, once I did that, I was in good shape. You know, actually, I'm curious if you would try it again because I believe the Xbox does support mouse and keyboard. Oh, interesting. I, I hadn't thought to try that yeah when i i was surprised how glitchy the game was mm. i crashed out of the game hard four times i did not lose like my game like i didn't crash out of the game or anything at any point yeah. in time but i too on the xbox one did experience like a, a glitchy menu it was mm-hmm. really slow to load i put down it's not as bad as playing the ps1 version of chrono trigger <laughs> Which is terrible. Oh man. 
you could, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, if you like go into the menu system, you could go make yourself a cup of coffee and come back and wow. wait. well, obviously I'm being you know ridiculous there, but it takes a long time, too long, especially okay. if you are the kind of person who's going in and out of your menus all the time. Yeah, like, you, like I was on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> so, hey man, you got to spin those CDs, all right? It takes some time. I guess so. Just load the load the menu whole menu into the ROM, like <laughs> ram. <laughs> like how right? You would take? think that so the PlayStation would have enough memory to load Corona Trigger into memory. Yeah, like all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, like I already talked about the keyboard amount of the, the keyboard controls were okay, but again, playing like Twister to do the other the other kind of extraneous uh movements of the character. The only thing I mean, again, we only played an hour of it, but I yeah. I could feel like the game could get repetitive. Like I'm I'm hoping it doesn't because there's a lot of fetch quests, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We could be. I could be totally wrong. What about you? Was there anything else that you? Anything you else you wanted to point out about some cons here? I agree with you on the kind of maybe repetitiveness of the fetch quests. I put down there's a lot of distractions on the way to your like main objectives. Yeah, that those are those like go over here, fight these guys, grab this thing. You know, kind of mini objectives that pop up along the way. And I do feel like those would probably get annoying, you know, over time. Right. Uh, but I think that's a very common problem with open world games in general. So I don't know if I want to hold it against this one specifically. Yeah. I mean, cause a lot of the, a lot of other open world games can feel completely barren and yeah, there's like it's, nothing else going on. It's e- they're either completely empty yeah. or full of the same stuff. Right. So I guess I mean, full of the same stuff is better than empty. <laughs> it's a it's a slippery slope, but you know not everyone has the budget of you know Rockstar to make a or the uh, the time to make a game yeah. like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead or whatever to really yeah, flesh out the world. But you know they did a pretty good job, and 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 uh, Avalanche has definitely done open world games before, so I think they have an idea on how to do these things. I, I do have one other thing that I want to mm-hmm. bring up and I want to know if you feel the same way, Okay, which is that I felt like I was missing a lot of the lore because I did not play rage one. I don't know if you felt that. way. I didn't because um, to me, just because of how like, at, at least from the marketing, it mm-hmm. looked like they were just completely like, Hey, rage happened, but we're not even talking about it. Like this, this is something different. Like okay. I didn't even bother with it. Although, granted, like that opening cutscene was like, do I need to know who this person is? Like, w- like this whole war that's happening. But I was like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, I got. I just got the sense that like all of these characters were important in the first one. Mm. Is is, you know, they're they're talking about things that happened, and I'm like, mm, was this in the first game? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But right. I I got the impression mm-hmm. that. Uh, I was like missing out on some right. of the plot because I hadn't played the first one. Maybe that's not true. Maybe maybe yeah. somebody who has played the first one could chime in and let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, that's you know that doesn't even matter. Do we need to play Rage Rage One? Do we need to play Rage One? We do need to play Doom. We do one. need to play Doom. 
Doom is always and, good. Any any of the Dooms, all the Dooms. Can't w- I bet you could play Doom inside a rage. <laughs> will it will it run? Will it run Doom? That's that's definitely a well no, because the game crashes on itself. So I don't think it's possible, but you know, I'm sure someone can try. This game came out in 2019. I thought this game was actually older for some reason. Mm. Um, but because uh, I was like, when, while I was playing this game, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm really, I had, it really reminded me of my time when I was playing Doom Eternal. Like, just the, uh, yeah. the music, um, okay. just the, the rawness of it, I guess. Mm. Um, I don't know. It is uh, interesting, and uh, I guess we, we got to get into our final thoughts. Yeah, it's time for that. What are we, uh, what are we thinking here? Are we going to keep playing it? I had fun playing it, and I was not eager to stop playing it when my time was up. Uh-huh. Um, I think it had a cool Mad Max sort of style that I enjoyed. So, uh, Chris, I'm going to keep it. What? <laughs> Folks, this is... This is uh amazing because yeah i think this is like probably the very rare times that you've actually keep kept a game and it's really big too this is yeah. <laughs> it's a big it's a big chunk of my hard drive but it's still there mm-hmm. and uh i think you know we have to wait and see if i actually uh go back and load it up again that that's right. the real metric but yes. we won't know only time will tell us that <laughs> but i will tell you that I was very careful and made sure to save my progress mm. before quitting out of the game. And that's usually a pretty good sign because that means I cared enough yeah. to say, okay, I don't want to lose this hour that I put into this. Yeah. Nice. How about you, Chris? You know what? I'm with you. I'm going to keep playing it longer than the hour. Like I think I, 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 I thought about this game after I stopped playing the hour. I am, I am still a little hesitant. Like I'm hoping that they don't, keep doing like fetch quests mm. you know i hope the boss if there are boss fights like they're interesting too yeah but you know time will tell because i am keeping it and i'm going to keep playing it. Woo! yeah so hey let us know what um what you guys thought about this game and um you know or or should we should we stop playing it Do you guys think that this game is actually a dumpster fire dumpster fire Roadkill, even mm. post-apocalyptic roadkill, um, and let us know here on our social media here on Twitter. We're at tc1h1d, or hey, shoot us an email, tc.1h1d at outlook.com, and um, let us know your thoughts. You know, we're here. We're ready to listen. There is one other thing we need to do, Chris. What's that? We need to find out what we're playing next. What are we going to be playing next? So it's exciting. This is the this is the most exciting part. Oh, this is the boy. the anticipation of <laughs> what what's it going to be? I need to know. This is going to be interesting for you. Uh oh. Well, actually, for both of us, but Battle Chasers Night War. <gasps> Hey! Have you played the game? No, I have not. Yeah. Whoop whoop. Night War. Night War. I'm I'm yeah I'm good to go on the Xbox One, so we are ready to rock and roll. Cool, 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 cool. It is a RPG inspired by the console genre greats, featuring deep dungeon diving, turn-based combat, presented in classic JRPG format. 
Rated T for teen. <laughs> and, and hopefully completes that freaking story that Joe Madureira wrote so many years ago. Indeed. What are your first initial thoughts here about it? I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm predisposed to the art, right? Yes. Yep. Fantastic artist uh, responsible for this. And so uh, I'm hoping that I will like it. I'm, I'm biased. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. I'm hoping that this is a game that I will enjoy. As much as I like his artwork, I don't know if I could play a JRPG at this point in time. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I will like this game, but we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. That is it for this episode. So, hey, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. 